This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Oh, here we go, boys. that sound. This is a good one. Are we recording? Now we are. Alright, cool. Alright, so we are uh, rolling. We're going to do a, we're doing a truck podcast, so if there's road noise, uh, sorry, not sorry. This is totally... Well, you, you, you said I kidnapped you, but I'm pretty sure it's the other way around. Well, I just said that to my mom when I blew her off for dinner. Right. <laughs> There's geese. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. The weather was just too nice. Too many people said there was mics, and so we're on our way. And by too many, you mean one. One. One, one person. person said mics. Actually, I heard a couple people talk about it. Well, we talked on lunch, and I was like, Dale, we should almost do this podcast, like, haunting this afternoon. And then, like, I got out of work, and it was... Not good weather, then good weather, then not good weather, and then you arrived, and I got that text, like, <laughs> dude, good migrator today. Well. Jeff Houston, too, told me that, so he knows what the fuck he's talking about, and, like. And away we go. He says 30, you landed a 30-pack. I'm like, ah! Uh-huh. Like, you know, I'm just frantically throwing decoys into a truck. I'm you, still kind of sweaty. You had me at Mike's. Oh, God. Um. We're going to bomb out to some, uh public land yeah that's gonna be cool i'm kind of stoked about that actually. yeah actually yeah i'm too actually i've never really make a cool story yeah hopefully i mean you well, can hunt yeah. anywhere from eggs yeah. i mean right this just happens to be on the north side of a, a larger town and we happen to be going to wisconsin because minnesota has a 4 p.m closure until october 9th what the fuck and why did we not ask steve Kortz about yeah, that that would have been a good one to ask like how like i feel like the was once it oh, like once goose is open it should just be open you know, go ahead. If you're targeting ducks, then you maybe stop at four o'clock. No, but they should. No, this is like the. I know that's dumb too. But 
it's a lo- it's the most daylight we have. The best opportunities for guys to get out after work. Yeah, I'm mad. I'm old enough to remember when you had to stop at. I think it was one o'clock or some noon no, or something. No, like that. that was the noon opener. Yeah, and I did a oh, few the of those. Opener, yeah, it was noon right. to four. Yeah, fucking a. Yep. But um, that was a good interview you did with Steve. I thought though. I thought it went pretty well. He seems like a, actually a pretty good dude, you know, for not ever really talking to him before. And, you know, a lot of those laws that we're kind of pissed off about, I mean, he is not lying when they say that um, that's what public opinion wanted. Right. And it and that changes, you know. And that does. We talked about it on the podcast, how it's like, you know, when they first, you know, not everybody was for the teal season when it first came across his desk because the early goose hunters... Mm-hmm. We're like, they're going to blow out all the roosts. We don't want that. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, their their opinions have softened on that because not only you know, people can hunt geese pretty much statewide on water now, which that was the sky is falling, too. When that, when that oh, there goes all the roosts are going to get busted. They're going to push all the geese out of state. And obviously, that hasn't happened. So no. I think they, they're like, okay, I, we can probably have a teal season now, now that we know that hunting water isn't going to screw up all of goose hunting. There's too many safe waters, and that's a part of scouting, too. Like, when you scout, is your roost safe? Because if it isn't, you gotta you got to, like, plan for that shit. Yeah, for sure. I don't know, but um, another thing. I'm glad he said talked about the teal season, the five um five honker limit. I don't hate that. Oh, I'm super stoked for that. There is some negatives to having a higher limit. I will like what? Um, guys hunt longer. Guys hunt much longer. Oh, in the day, you mean just yeah. to get that to get that limit? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but whatever. So they hunt longer. Big deal. They Doesn't shoot mean they're at, gonna shoot anymore. They shoot at more. Hmm. Yeah, you get a little. Uh, educated bird problems and uh, like I know down when we go to Oklahoma when they increased it to eight nobody used to hunt there man like when we first went there um, we would have to if we saw a truck driving down the road we were hunting on we had to immediately stand up and start waving our arms because the farmers would go around just shooting at geese out of the trucks because nobody hunted them and shit and there's these huge um cackling goose feeds that are just decimating the crops down there so I I mean even if it wasn't their land they would shoot it off their buddy's land you know like oh there's geese out on jim's land yeah, bow, 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 bow. Uh, some dude got killed right didn't he take a take a bullet that was happened decoys? that happened yes but i don't remember if that was oklahoma or not i think it might have even been it canada the, it was either canada or one of the dakotas i thought but i think so yeah but no we we did that for the first little bit and i mean now we're i mean when they increase that limit like that and then the guide services came in there because there is no regulation on guiding there and uh, we ruined it. <laughs> runt. No, we did you kind of make it, it more difficult to gain access to lands. And I wasn't there like 10 years. I was there like seven years ago, 10 years ago, 12 years ago, I guess. It was like, huh, cool. We got permission on like 17, 50,000 bird feeds. Yeah, what are we going to do? <laughs> Hopefully don't get shot by a farmer. Right. Um, I don't. And, you know. The one thing I did not find Steve's answer satisfactory on was the walk-in access. Yeah, he tiptoed around that one a little bit. He totally fucking avoided it. Um, I don't know if I'd go that far, but... He no, he's just like, ah, we don't have the money. I'm like, how the fuck? Okay. Well, and it probably is a money issue. That day that podcast aired, I got my package of public access um, stuff from Nebraska. It was a giant book, and they're still going to me, send me, like, the um, 
uh, the Stubble Guide, which still doesn't get published till October 1st. The Stubble Guide. Dude, they have so much public access in Nebraska. It's insane. And then I was like, well, I don't know. You know, how can they afford it? I'm like, well, maybe they got a lot of people that hunt there. So I looked it up. And um, Minnesota has 65,700 duck hunters, 49,000 goose hunters. Okay? Nebraska, that just gave me this amazing package has 12,000 duck hunters and 13,000 goose hunters. Like, what? How do we not have the money for that? And so, uh, you know, they sell that walk-in access license. If you go into a walk-in or a walk-in area, you got to buy that $3 license. And I also think they tack on a $5 fee for non-resident licenses, all of them. So what, you got like 41 dudes that buy the $3 license and a couple thousand that buy the that have to pay the 5 bucks, like Bake that shit into the cake, man. Like, let's get some good spots to hunt. That's definitely a possibility. Maybe it hasn't come across his desk. You know, start writing some emails to the, your state legislature. Or write him an email. And then I listened to that. Um, he said that a lot of that stuff was getting brought up in the 2020, um, the, uh, the duck plan. Yeah. So I went ahead and had Siri read that to me last night. I wasn't paying much attention, but I didn't hear what he was talking about. <laughs> you know, I was doing stuff. <laughs> Siri, read me a story. Yeah. <laughs> Some light reading yeah, before bedtime. No, and it's just, it seemed, the duck plan did seem weak. Like, uh, I, one thing I noticed is they're like, we're going to do this. And the way that we're going to judge it's based on if we have success with that or not is if we did it. I was like, okay. <laughs> we did it, we did it, and that means it's successful. All right, cool, cool. But I did kind of find some uh, walk, um, WMAs in Minnesota that do have crops planted on them, and they're not very difficult to find because Minnesota has an awesome uh, mapping system on the website of all the WMA land. There used to be one that I knew of. And then the last couple of years I've checked on it, it's just basically been CRP. So I don't know if they're... I don't know how updated they keep this because it's very detailed. But, like, if you just punch in any WMA and you look it up on the um, the DNR website here, I'll punch one in. Um, they got something called the Recreational Compass. Yep, that thing's pretty cool. I use it for fishing a lot. Oh, do you? Yeah, so, like, uh, if you just go to the Recreational Compass website, it's kind of shittier than if you go to a WMA website and pull the Rec Compass up from there. Mm. Because here, I got this option that says Show Land Cover. Bloop! Hit that little bitch. And then the dark brown is all the cropland. Like the food plots they plant for deer and stuff. And oh, sure. There's a couple of them south of the cities. and um, Well, they do, they do plant crops up by me in Carlos. But they never harvest them. They just leave really? them standing for the deer. Oh, okay. That could be going on too. Because so there's standing corn, and they'll even they'll even plant small grains from time to time. I got all excited when I first moved to that area, but then they never actually cut the standing green. Yeah, and I'm I'm looking at Carlos now. You can see there's like ten yeah. crop fields, and they're all yeah. these weird shapes and shit. Mm-hmm. And, but I don't know. I got sucked into this for like an hour last night again. So as far as goose hunting goes, if they don't harvest the crops, it doesn't really do you any good. Um, I mean, you could hunt it. Uh, well, you, you could. You could. It's not illegal to hunt standing crops. Not in this state. Yeah, I don't know if any state has that uh, more North restrictive. You can't hunt in a standing crop field? Not. You have to have, uh, it doesn't have to be posted. Yeah, if they plant, I've ran into that issue in very late um, spring. 
when we're chasing around juvies in like mm -hmm. April, like mid-April, like yeah, it's winter wheat or something you could. Yup, it's been get into planted, so you, they don't have to. It is illegal to go into any field that's like recently planted. I'm gonna hold yeah. on this sign. Somebody can, so it doesn't go board yeah. go slide. You know, off. you're driving and shit. I don't want to die. Yeah, it's fine. Gotta go sometime. So you're doing something in love. I don't know. It was still a good interview though, and I, one thing is, I think, I think we're getting better. You know, the DNR. They're doing a good job. They're not doing a horrible, piss-poor job. Jump on the Illinois website if you want to see somebody doing a piss-poor job, like helping their citizens hunt. But well, it's like anything. There's, is there room for improvement? Sure, of course. Yeah. They're always going to be. Because, again, especially when a lot of these laws have to go through the legislature, that's a huge problem. Because now you're dealing with people that aren't familiar with hunting. They're listening to their constituents with, depending on what district they're in, they're going to be people that have never driven outside of the 494, 694 loop. So they're completely disconnected with hunting. They're not, you know, all they're going to see, especially when you start dealing with those issues like getting a crane season, getting a swan season, they're gonna fight you tooth and nail for that shit because they don't they don't see those as birds that are to be hunted. Those are right. pretty things they watch on Channel Two, and um, nature yeah. program. You pull up the recreational compass; it is aggressive. How many fucking WMAs there are? Like we got a lot in this state, and a lot of WPAs too. Yeah, and also what is that? The um, what's that district they got in Litchfield? Mm. It's like encompasses all of the waterfall production areas in that region. I don't think I'm familiar with that one. You know, there's like there's like hierarchies. It's part of the something wetland management district. Oh, yeah, I'm not. I can't uh, remember. I can't remember. I don't remember. I got a buddy who stole one of those signs, <laughs> has it in their garage. So, I just well, if you it. go up around Fergus, you still see all the old goose refuge. Oh signs. sure, and dude, I was looking at the DNR website last Thursday too, and they got really detailed, like, uh, um. Weekly wa updated waterfowl reports, like where birds are, where hunters are having success. You can get some shit off of that, you know? I mean, nobody looks at that shit. Nah, not very many people. <laughs> There's five. Like, when I looked at it last Why week. Why would they do that when they can just go on Facebook? <laughs> right. No, there was 5,600 honkers in Sherburne National Wildlife Refuge last Thursday. It's kind of a fucking shitload. That's a lot. 5,000 honkers in one spot on September 24th, it was. It's like, a roost that can't get busted. Yeah, and you can hunt a lot of that, too. I was about to go check it out. There's a shit ton of cranes out that way, too. Is there now? Uh, I haven't been out that way in a while, but there usually is. Yeah, they're they are just starting to kind of make their way down right yeah, now. Yeah, about mid-October is when, you, when they really probably peak crane numbers. So I have had this um, situation. I just went quiet. Uh, got it. Be. I got it. Oh, man. I wonder yeah. if I was plugged in, fucked up the whole time. Oh, uh, that's just how you hear. This was plugged in, Sue. So oh, all right, cool. Your audio is still on the card. Um, I have had this work out a couple times where I'm, like, not going to go hunting and uh, have other plants, and then somebody's like, I just shot into two packs of migrators. I'm like, fuck! And just <laughs> run out. And <laughs> it's, go. it's worked out for me a couple of times where I had uh, some pretty awesome hunts. Like This will be cool if it works. Just because it's... Impromptu, we're going to public land. I should start looking up where that land is, by the cool. way. Yeah, we kind of need to know where we're going. We have a rough idea, but... Kind of. Anyways. Exactly. How was your duck know. opener, man? Uh, well, we goose hunted. So, Good. Good. Um, it, wasn't, uh, it wasn't awesome. So, 
Saturday, as it turned out, everybody that was going to hunt with me, something popped up and they weren't able to go. So I ended up solo hunting. On Saturday? On Saturday. That's weird on an opener. I, yeah, well, it happens. And so I, uh, yeah, I just, I set up, I threw out like a couple dozen avians and ran a pretty small spread. There were birds using this field the night before. And when the bird, it was really foggy that morning. And when the birds started to uh, fly, they beelined straight for this other field, like they knew where they were going. Pretty much ignored me. And uh, then I kind of, then the thought kept running through my mind because I didn't have buddies there to distract me about just how much work my calling needs. Because as you get ignored by geese, you know, nothing, nothing is going to uh, make you critical of your abilities more than just getting straight ignored. Right. I mean, it wasn't flaring anything. You know, I did end up shooting two. Should have got my three. Uh, but that's just bad shooting on my part. There was two that came out of the fog kind of early. They were, like, coming right at me. Of course, they were quiet, which didn't help. But they were flying super fast. When I, By the time I saw them, I was like, oh, crap. And then I, you know, pulled up. And, yeah, that was a shit show. I got one of those. And that was it. That should have been an easy double right there. Well, and then the other, suck. then the other birds that came in, like all I would need, the one that I snagged out, and that would have been it. I did let some flocks kind of. There was a couple of times I could have shot, but they were like pretty big flocks. Um, I have a tendency like, to do that when I hunt solo, though, too. Just like, oh, whoops. Uh, I guess well, I'm mad at myself. I knew we were going to hunt that area again the next day, so I didn't want to burn up a big flock. You know what I mean? Yeah. For one bird. Yeah. It's yeah like, you got your reasons. Eh. So I was like, eh, birds. Where? In that corn right there. Are they decoys or birds? No, they're birds. You can see their heads barely. Feeding? Yeah, feeding. Pretty fucking bright for him to feed right now. It was, like, cloudy, though, for most of the day, but it don't take much and, sunshine and when it wet. breaks through. I know yeah. these wet days, they, like, they'll... They either do those water-to-water bullshit, or if they're in the field, they'll just stay in the field all freaking day. But I think, too, like, when it clears up at noon, like, they are in their loaf at 12.05 sometimes, too, you know? And sometimes, it's, like, all cloudy all morning, and you're like, that's weird. The birds went right back to their roost this morning. But then it clears up, and then they do, it like, a traditional two-feed day. Like, how the fuck did they know it was going to get clear out? <laughs> they know something, that's for sure. And I, that happened to me. I hunted with Phil Schmidt a couple of weeks ago, and... I was kind of panicking. I was like, I FaceTimed him. I was like, show me the goddamn clouds. And I was like, dude, it is too cloudy up there. I got an hour and a half drive. I'm, I don't think I should come. He's like, well, they're not feeding, Nick. I'm like, okay, well, if they do, call me so I can turn around. And uh, they never did. And, like, the moment I pulled in, it cleared up for, like, the last two hours of the night or 90 minutes of the night. And they went out, like, kind of traditional mm-hmm. end of the evening. I'm like, what the fuck? It huh. seems like they knew it was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, they probably do. They're, I'm sure they're more in tune with it was certainly dark barometric enough. pressure or something. Who the hell knows? It was certainly dark enough for them to feed um, that afternoon. Then, uh, So Sunday, we went to the field that they were beelining to, because I had permission to that one too, and uh, get set up. And, of course, it rained like a son of a bitch the night before, so the we started slipping and sliding on the trail way back in. So needless to say, we didn't drive into the field as we got trailers stuck on the path on the way out there. So that was something we are going to have to deal with later. Oh, or like, shit. fuck it, as it's starting to get light, we're like, well, it's a good thing we got the dive bombs. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> so you got a trailer stuck already this year? 
Yeah. Oh, God. Not in the field, though, just on the path. Like, it's one of those, like, it's super slick mud, and as you try to move it, it starts sliding closer and closer to the ditch, and you're like, Ugh! Yes. Uh, yeah, so, anyways, between that and then a wheeler, we were able to get stuff turned around, and we got out of there, but. Damn. The geese were acting, like, super weird. They were they would come to that field. They would kind of give it a look. They'd give us a look and just decide, eh, no. But even the cranes were doing the same thing. Like, they wouldn't land anywhere in the field. The cranes would come. They'd be all bowed up, even on the far end of the field. So it had nothing to do with us. They are bowed up, landing gear down. They'd get about 20 yards off the ground and decide, no, nah, I don't want to be here. I don't know if it was too wet for them or... Uh, it was it was weird. They're just, all the birds were just acting really weird. But we did break down uh, a couple groups of mags. That was fun. I think we ended up shooting five. I was in uh, northern Minnesota yesterday, and there's there was birds pushing in. Quite a few, actually. Uh, I couldn't hunt long. I disguised a leafing trip and snuck in a hunt. And uh, <laughs> that was a pretty uh, uh, comical story. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I only hunted for like an hour. But let's go for a romantic. Drive and look at the leaves, babe. Dude, the leaves kicked ass too. By the way, um, yeah, that was nice. a lot of fun too because it seems like every year, like the leaves get all pretty, and then like within 12 hours, there's a windstorm that mm-hmm. like not, and you like we're at work or and like do, you're we're busy. getting that the next two days. It's not even that good right here. We're no, pretty- it's barely turning here, but like one tree in my yard, I got two maples in my yard that they usually turn colors about the same time and yeah they're like peak color for like one day we get that wind and super rain or super uh, rain and a super windy day and then they're everything's on the in the lawn the next day exactly so i really hadn't seen it like we drove all the way up to um almost canada and it was really cool really cool looked like the trees were on fire man for just miles and miles Mm -hmm. on end i'd never seen it that good Holy shit, that dude just bounced on that exit. I know. He's going super slow. Trying, guy's getting and he a- just goes uh, from the far left lane to an on-ramp. He was getting a BJ for Pay sure. Attention. No, no, I'm kind of jealous of him. Yep. You're, I'm going to have you take this next exit. We're not going right. to say the names of these roads because no. we're going to our top secret, super, right, super awesome top spot. Secret. That super I've, top secret public spot. That I've never fucking looked at in my life. We have a decent backup we get there and it's too overgrown or somebody's else hunting we, i do have a buddy that's out in this neck of the woods that we can uh jump in with he's already set up yeah yeah wouldn't be bad pretty good plan b it is a good plan b and we're going to be in the area and we are only probably like six or seven minutes from this field so sweet i mean we can chat and discuss it on air i suppose yeah i mean probably uh well. if, if it stays not i'll look at the radar again it's not gonna be windy i'll uh might also just record some more in, in the field i uh made a delicious breakfast for myself on opener i usually don't hunt openers unless i pull a guide gig mm. uh i kind of call it like other people's openers sometimes like <laughs> i just let everybody get it you know go have their fun man i'm uh gonna be out there enjoying it the rest of the days right so well, hell i should have called you i was hunting by myself you should have because I actually regretted not going hunting because around like 11, 12, it was still just ducky, goosey weather like crazy. It's like, fuck. There was, plenty, there was more birds near than I thought when I scouted it because when I the, when I scouted that field, there was only like 50 in the field. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, 50 is good enough for me. I'm what sure area were you more. hunting? Uh, somewhat close to where we were at before last year. 
before well, south of that last year where you where oh, you okay, yeah, yeah, there, yeah. Mm -hmm. or the next town south of that or as i like to call it nebraska nebraska <laughs> that's right uh yeah and nobody i mean thankfully for duck opener i didn't have to compete for the fields because for those of that bitch about guides stealing or locking up all the land here's why <laughs> so i had talked to this landowner got permission from him you know told me told him i was going to be running hunts and he was cool with it. he's like well i do i did give out a couple extra you know permissions or i'm like that's fine we'll just work it out between us blah 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 we can be four last to get out there we're gonna go hunt this field and i sent him a text he's like yeah just let me know where you're gonna be hunting and uh i said all right so i text him i said hey i'm thinking about hunting that uh southeast field from your farm there he's like oh i got a group in there a group to the west and a group to the east fuck Really? Plan Z, I guess, and then we just went into a field that we had permission to. No idea if birds are in the area or using it. I actually had a pretty good idea they weren't for my scouting stuff, but at that point, it was Friday night. I didn't have a choice. So, of course, we set up, and, yeah, we didn't hardly see Dick. So that is why when somebody's trying to run a business, like an outfitter business, they lease land because you can't leave it to chance that you're not going to have a field. Right. So you can hate them all you want, but it's the nature of the beast. And perfect example is what happened to me. So somebody finally did my brother's crazy-ass idea of uh, doing a snow goose hide in a... <sighs> in a beat me to it. Yep, somebody did it. God. Just lay down whites on backboards? Yep, lay God down whites on backboards. They use like a hundred socks or so in a, like an early season uh, North Dakota hunt. And they shot a, like a five-man limit. Of course they did. Yep. Oh, I've been meaning to, I forgot oh, to tell my brother that. Oh, damn it. My brother said that to me years he ago. He beat me to it. I want to try bitch. I want to try doing a snow goose hide. And I was like, are you crazy? And he goes, tell me why it wouldn't work. And exactly. I'm like, I can't. And so I'm now I'm intrigued. <laughs> of course it would work. Because when we go out to North Dakota and hunt in the fall, we set a white spread. And we just lay in whites. And we shoot all of our dark geese in the process. So it's like, of course it works. Okay, but my brother's talking about doing it in the areas we hunt where there's usually one to two snow geese yeah. like per they year. They don't know that. There's still seagulls. There's still seagulls. And there's also still just like, don't give a fuck birds. Yeah, and they're just like... Oh, whatever. Something's white. Forward, straight. Straight. And then uh, I'm going to have you cut north on that road right there. Right there. Yeah, and see where we're going? Up to the right here on that mm -hmm. little thing? Yep. So we'll see what that looks like. It's just going to be... What do we do when there's already 500 geese in it? Yeah, right, dude. <laughs> um, you, God, you know, possible. it is because, like, that's another thing about, like, when Steve was dismissing that walk into excess, like, potential. It's like, dude, I travel to hunt public land, man. Like, I, when a lot of times when I go somewhere, yeah, I'm going to be scouting and knocking on doors, but that's not, like, plan A. That's, like... Hopefully I find something else to hunt too right. because I'm going to be uh, I got a guaranteed hunt out of this public stuff and I got a pretty good idea that it's good shit. And it's out there. A lot of it is out there. A lot of states have real high quality like programs and I, I for him to just dismiss it like ah we can't have that here. We just got like a state with some of the highest numbers of duck and goose hunters in the country. How could we possibly have that? What? Well, we need to have another conversation about it. Maybe I have been dwelling on it too much, Email man. Email and get the get the conversation started. Where do we get the money for it? Because that's really that is what they do in other states. They just straight up 
lease land well, from farmers. You do know that Minnesotans are probably the cheapest sportsmen in the country, and you could propose a, uh, am I taking a right? Here? Yes, you are. Um, you can propose a user fee permit license like that, but then people are going to bitch about how much they already spend, and then... What if it's some high school kid that can't afford the blah, blah, blah. No, they always use that kind of excuse. I agree with that, too. I don't. I don't, because our licenses as residents are pretty goddamn cheap. And most people I know that bitch about how expensive their licenses are, I will watch them drop $100 in the bar, and that's not even counting the pool tabs. That's And tr- they won't blink, and that's for one night. But I've had it, and though. You wanna, and you're going to bitch about... Dude, 20 bucks for the whole year? It's like 40 bucks or 50 bucks when you talk about like the $27 Fed stamp, the small Fine. game license. It's over 50 bucks. Fine. And I've had people like at my work, like people who are just casual friends with them, and um, I, they know I'm a freak about hunting, and they're like, I want to try that with you sometime. I'm like, well, come this weekend. They're like, well, what's a license cost? It's a $57. Like, ah. Yeah, but again, if you. They'll say, well, you want to go to the bar? Yeah, let's do it. And they'll just piss away money in there for one night. We're just, yeah, but I you're, mean, you're spending $50 for a whole season's worth we're of talking about recreation. A, we're talking about $50 for something they're not really sure if they'll enjoy. You can go to the bar. You're not sure you're going to have a good time. There's no guarantee. Oh, there's a guarantee. You go with mm. Nick J. <laughs> <laughs> Always a party. Always a party. I think it's a, I think it's a good deal. It is a good deal for me. But I don't know. It does shy people away, I feel like, too. But I think there's the apprentice license are super cheap, aren't they? I believe so. Okay, so I did try to look up, too, that walk-in access. Here, I'm going back to it. God damn it. <laughs> uh, how many licenses they sell? Like, how many of these $3 licenses do we sell? I couldn't find it. Mm. Yep. Keeping it secret from us. Government. Dirty bastards. Go- I'm sure somebody has that information. Email some official. They'll be able to get it. Somebody, there's got to be a record of it somewhere. That was pretty cool how he told you about the um, 13% or 16% uh, increase in license sales oh. for the first three days of the yeah. early goose season. Yeah. That was cool. I kind of assumed there would be more license sales because there was more fishing license sales this year due to the dirty Rona. Yeah, my buddy um, said, man, there was a shitload more people in my area. And I kind of stay out of the crowds for the most part. So I didn't really notice anything different in my areas or my weird shit I do. Dude, it was rolling thunder where I was at from opening time to for about 45 minutes. Actually, last Friday? No, no yeah, I don't know. A couple Fridays ago, Austin DeLuna and I and uh, Kratz went out to a uh, a very, very metro public hunting lake and it was a friday morning i was like mm, i'm not really comfortable with this i bet there's gonna be company out there and we didn't show up to like 15 minutes after legal you know like some jackasses would <laughs> we had the lake to ourselves i mean this is like a get wow. like a piss pounded lake and i was kind of surprised actually i'm if you go i don't know weekdays usually man like public lands your land if you can make it get out there I wonder if anybody's on this public land. Oh, the weather is turning out to... It's looking pretty pretty good. What do you mean good? Well, I mean, as far as rain is... Good, like good for hunting or good that we're not going to get rained good on? Good that we're not going to get rained on. It doesn't look very good for hunting. You want more clouds? Yeah. There's pretty predominant clouds, but there it, is, is. it is starting to clear up. But if bit. we get a thick bank that rolls over, they might there might be some geese underneath them. 
It is weird how they do that, man. I had a hunt last year where I was just like right on this sharp cutoff line of like clouds to the south of me, no clouds to the north of me, like a complete bank. And birds were migrating from the west to the east under that cloud. I never saw a flock in the sun. I was like, mm. That's insane. Just track right under the clouds. And then they're pouring into the city that day, too, from the west. Nothing out of the north. All right, we're coming up on it. Is it this green one right here? No, it's not. Oh, it's man, not. That looks kind of sexy. It does look kind of sexy. The reason we chose this field, what am, what am I looking for when I'm, you know, like looking for a, a public spot? What's going to produce on a migrator day? This one was the closest public spot to my house. <laughs> <laughs> Something with... Uh Somebody shows up to your house with the uh, podcast equipment, and we're going to record. And then you're like, you know what? Let's hunt instead, and you can make that move. Right. So it's going to be on the other side of them trees. Right there. Uh, let me zoom in. So. The big reveal. Super exciting radio here, yeah, folks. Yeah, you should slow her down Uh-oh. a little bit. We ain't got nobody behind us. That field does not look conducive to hunting geese at all. That looks like a pheasant field. What about on top of that hill? That's fucking cut grain. Is that in it? Fuck yeah, it is. That's a not great visibility, but that's a high fucking hill, man. Mm-hmm. That's like the highest in this whole area. Should you whip around? Yeah, I don't know, man. Hold on. I'm going to pull it up on the... They got a little bit better map here on the website. Try not to, like, mouth what it is. Really. <laughs> <laughs> You're one of those that has to, like, read out loud when you're eating? Yeah, dude. I'm I'm stupid, man. Uh, I mean, could just ask this guy for permission. Here, is this it? No. I'm going to use this guy's driveway to turn around. Yeah, hold on. This might be part of it right here, man. Cut bean field? I don't know. This is not pulling up. I've had this. I had this. Service issue. I'm using base maps right now, and I had a an area where I was scouting. I checked out some bunch of VPA land, and um. You want me to cross reference it with like Onyx? Yeah. I'm no. I got. I got. I got Onyx too. Um. Blah blah blah. Okay, let me just look. I'll look it up on their website here and see. If, if there's nobody coming, then just chill for a sec. Chill. Tell, tell a story. I'll just uh, I'll just chill anyways. We're at a we're at a stop sign, so yeah. If it's that top field, yeah, it's not super visible. There's trees around, but it is it is on a hilltop. However, dude, I'm pretty sure that's an old one. Hold on though. Yeah, this this was uh happened to me another time. I was looking at the website and then I pulled up base maps and I was like, oh, I didn't see that one over there. That's a dope field. And then I had to like kind of research it. I was like, that is not huntable anymore. <laughs> anymore. That was not in the program. I it looks like this one isn't either, dude. I might have just brought All us right. on a bunk mission. Monster Thanks, area. base maps, you motherfuckers. Hold on a sec. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm hoping I'm wrong. I mean, we probably wouldn't hunt it anyways, but... Let me see if I get that. Uh... 
And one Onyx I've noticed is real sketchy about the VPA land out here. Like really? Yeah. Have you noticed that too? Uh, I haven't done any of that VPA stuff out here, so I wouldn't know. There, there. That's where we are. Yeah, dude. Oh. Um. There's a. really good radio oh, jesus oh, christ dude that's I'm, right i'm doing no it's no, fine i'll edit it we'll, dude there is there is cool. a park there is a parking uh location right here it says park uh why would it say that this I is the, know. this is that road is it not all right well we should probably get the fuck out of here okay hold on I'm gonna go uh east Oh, you got another spot to check out? No, we, yeah, we're very close to a couple more. Oh, okay. We'll do that. Nicky oh, J had that. plans, man. I had a whole route. <laughs> I don't know if that's... That is rain ahead. Is it? Yeah, those clouds are thicker than a snicker. Thicker than a snicker. You remember how I said go east? Yeah. <laughs> Wrong direction. Well, we are going north. <laughs> no, it's fine. You can go... You can turn around and go back. No, I, nah, just go this way, man. There's another one up there that I'm going to verify is a uh, still enrolled. What's up with the parking sign, man? Oh, but, dude, base maps and Onyx, it's good to have both of those things, man. I found some pretty awesome maps on base maps. That is definitely still... I haven't used base maps at all, so... Base maps is $30. No experience. Compared to... Uh, Onyx, which is a hundred. One hundred for the whole country. And I've noticed both base maps and no, I'll keep going straight. Um, both base maps and Onyx have like updated recently. They're both a little better. Oh, both sweet. of them are better. Like some of the stuff I didn't like about base maps, they changed it, and some of the stuff I liked about Onyx, they did more of it. And I was like, damn, that dude totally fucking denied me one day. That piece really? of shit. That son of a bitch. That son of a bitch. I even off asked to. He's like, dude. Houses around, and that's when I was bow hunting for a couple years. So that would have been like 2011, that cocksucker. So I went back and slashed his tires. <laughs> showed, showed him not to... Slept with his daughter. Not to let people hunt your land, you greedy bastard. Yeah. How dare you. Dude, did you ever see that one post I made about... Social media is ruining uh, hunting, and it was all kind of tongue-in-cheek, you know, because it was like, uh, there used to be nobody in my area, now there oh, is. Oh, yeah, I And I did it one. in front of the sign of where we were. Mm -hmm. And people I uh, uh, were, like, saying the craziest shit, dude. Like, <laughs> I, I was saying stuff like, um, we need to get these kids on fucking video games because we don't need the competition right, in the future. Yeah. And I think people were like, I totally agree with you, man. And I was like, <laughs> they were, the like, fuck? actually agreeing with you. You're like, yeah. I get it, man. I totally agree. Yeah, dude. Dude, but there are some people out there that don't want to share it. They don't want to share it. They don't want to bring new people to the sport. They don't want they like, nope, the fewer the better. All for me, baby. Yeah, and. All um, for me. There is, there's pros and cons, man. Like, I mean, if there's a lot more people doing it, you might start running into a lot of people on the land you're trying to hunt. But at the same time, when there's a lot more people doing it, there's a lot more money to make cool shit happen, too. Like, uh... Silage. It's coming down. Um, I mean... 
more banding studies, more places to hunt, more money. That's right. More, more representation, money. more representation in the legislature. So when they say, "You guys want a crane season?" Everybody's more, like, "Yeah." More walk-in permits. Walk-in access. That's right. <laughs> damn it. Um, he, he said he mentioned something about like getting a big access or a big uh, grant from the feds from that for that this year, and I know they gave that out to a lot of states. That'd be cool. Um, take your next right in about two thirds of a mile. Oh, dude, this is a good location. Oh, is it verified? It's a ver yeah, it's a verifiable um uh, public land, and it's an actually in a really awesome location. It's uh that lake it's just north of is a for sure um huge migration stopping point. So I wouldn't mind being like mm, six hundred yards north of it in the field. Why not? That'd be all right. There's probably locals around too. I mean, or not locals, I but I would assume that area has probably picked up birds that we're going into right now. I would think. Yeah, take this right. Looking for a road. I don't see, I see a lot of driveways. So, um, I solved a mystery that's been bugging me for a little while. Oh? Uh, with the, uh, the water feeds. Oh, yeah. What did you find out about that? Dude, so, the first time I ever heard about that shit, like, Phil Schmidt, um, followed some birds out from a roost. And then he said they went to a slough. And he's like, they, I followed them out to feed, and they went to a slough. I was like, why the hell would they do that? Like, is the weather weird or something? He goes, no, as soon as they got in there, it was, you could only see asses. That's it. And they just gorged, like, till you know, it was a, it was a feed. Mm-hmm. It was a normal feed. And so the next day he ran traffic on them in, the, in an alfalfa field and smashed his limit. It's like, Phil, fucking <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> stop it. Leave some for the rest of us. And, uh... Then I've just been noticing it down at, at Moore Lake. Like, the only thing in Moore Lake is tires, you know? Like, what the hell would they be eating in there? They don't eat out there all summer, but it was all last week. That looks sexy. What was it? Green, just right up to a big pond. Oh, yeah. Dude, this is a good area right here. Real good. What the hell was that, Dale? I have no idea. Dude. Shit's falling. Pets' heads are falling off. Um, but it was also, it was 100% molts that were in there too. Like there's some family groups still like hanging out and I, th- I don't know, dude, I think the family groups are North now. I don't know. I haven't seen a dead juvie in a minute, but I also think, and I'm not sure that this is the exact time of year where you stop being able to identify they, their feathers are growing out. Yeah. You, you can't really identify the uh, juvies from the adults at some point. Well, right. Yeah. You would think. Yeah. So when, when does that happen? Um, yeah, cause th- we shot, I'm going to Google it on Sunday. We shot a couple little ones. I mean, they were small birds, but they had their tail feathers. So we're like, well, yeah. And I shot a goose, um, yesterday that had, uh, it looked like a juvie. Like it just looked smaller and like pin feathery, like just had some shitty feathers in it. And, uh, it did not have notches on its back tail feathers. I'm like, I wonder if that's just like one that just kind of got its new like rotor. What are, what are those feathers called? I can't remember. Primaries? Something like that. How long until a goose is indistinguishable? <laughs> is that article actually going to come up in Google? I don't think so. Your Google must hate you with the searches that you put into it. It's just porn mostly. <laughs> it's like, dude, I don't know. Never even heard of a Brantis Canadis. 
Appearance. Hawaiian goose. How to determine age of snow a geese. A nanny? Lesser snow geese. Field guide to geese. Yeah, no, that definitely doesn't exist. How far am I traveling in this general direction? Yeah, it's probably a good thing if I were to look. Um, you are going for exactly two more miles. And it, is it off of this road? No, you're going to hit a T. And you're oh. going to take a left, and I've said too much. Edit that out. Edit that out. Edit that shit. Dude, we didn't have to go more than, like, five miles north, and there's way better color up here, too. Yeah, it's like a definite kind color of definite, line. Definite color line. That's crazy. But uh, as soon as I posted oh. that about the f water feed, like people were like, they're feeding in water here, too. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I I sent you a message. I've been seeing it for a week. Yeah. Oh, so what anyways. What did you find out? What's the answer? Yeah, the yeah, answer is. hanging, bro. So, I don't know. This guy sent me a Ducks Unlimited article about macroinvertebrates, which I know that ducks and geese eat macroinvertebrates. But I don't know a damn thing about fish or, or water animals. I don't know. I don't care. And uh, I guess there's all this, like, plankton and all these different life forms some of them are macroinvertebrates some of them are shrimp and there's a, something called like a spiny headed worm and hmm. it's a parasite and this spiny headed worm gets into like these shrimp and the macroinvertebrates and it changes their brain chemistry and then have you ever seen like the zombie ant oh, shit the yeah, zombie ant parasite it's yeah. one of those fucking things so normally these things like are very good at evading predators. They hang out under the cattails, like way deep in the vegetation and shit. Like they're doing their thing. But they came they come out to get eaten. Yes, they all and complete the parasite life and, cycle. And I think also like some of the other bugs that aren't infected with parasites, they go to like the warmer, shallower water as well, because that's where the like the dead vegetation that they eat has kind of drifted to at this mm -hmm. point. And that's where the water is warmer because it's near a shoreline. Well, now everything, like, you got the zombie the zombie brain, uh, brain jacked stuff. like <laughs> Zombie worms. The zombie worms going up there. But this worm, in order to complete its life cycle, it needs to attach itself inside of a duck or a goose's intestine. And then that's where it does its reproduction phase, has a bunch of eggs, and then the duck and your goose just shits it out into another unsuspecting pond. And the circle of life... Uh, dude, I did hope it tell you that it was um, like what time of year that that happens? No, did it, it give you any it, specifics? It did not. No, but like uh, somebody, the, the person who had mentioned it to me, or maybe another guy, said that it was like when the water gets about sixty degrees or so that happens. <laughs> just saw a critter bounding through that field. I think it was just a cat. There's this field, then there's trees. America. That guy got us America lives hat. right over by where I store my trailer. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh shit. He's turning. We're that good. That motherfucker scared me, dude. <laughs> dude, one time I uh, was pulling out of Walmart, and that dude, I was taking a left, and a guy had his right blinker on like that. I was like, all right, cool. Here we go. He was not turning, He's dude. not turning. That's not good. He had, like, had Lilacs his... are blooming. That's weird. Huh. That's a spring thing. Any anyways, we can hunt this on the right. Fuck! It's standing corn. Yup. <laughs> we won't have to call that buddy. This uh, episode is ge uh, getting kind of long too. Okay. We should probably. Well, I'm not gonna call him. I'm just gonna plug it in. I had it. I had it loaded up. Yeah. Oh, we got a few more. We can check on the way. All right. That's all I have to do is hit this directions button. Oh yeah, yeah. This this property is not even close to done. Take a right, right okay. here. There's a shitload of this right. um, land here that, that's enrolled. I don't think that connects. That's a driveway. 
Yeah, anyways, um... That fucking bar parasite, I was thinking about that, like, Jesus Christ, man, it's like a... Tiny little miniature monster... Monster. That is pretty wild when you start when you start going down that rabbit hole of those parasites and different kind of yeah, they, bacteria. Because there's fungus that does the same thing. That cordyceps. Do you know a lot about fungus? You one of those dudes? Uh, I know a little bit about it. Yeah. Mushrooms are fascinating as hell, man. They are. They're 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 the in between of animals and plants. We can hunt the right and left side of the road. I see standing corn and, and standing corn. corn. Yes. Fuck! Yeah. So the cordyceps uh, mushroom fungus takes over insects, does the same thing. It makes them, like, crawl up to, like, the highest point they could get. Yeah. And then the fruiting bodies pulk out of their heads. Yes. And then it, then it... It rains on their homies. Yeah. And then it blows up and the spores go everywhere. This is the end of the property line right oh, here. Oh, sure. That green grass would have been yep. nice. Can't hunt that. And uh, it's still going on the left here, though. Yeah. All the way... Standing corn. Until this intersection... Well, if it would have just been cut, it would have been something. So what else do you want to talk about, Dale? All right, well, I'll, I hit Look the at this field's cut across the oh, fucking road. Oh, wouldn't you know it. We could just knock on this door and ask permission. We could do that. It's 30 minutes right now to the field that. Oh, if, well, if we want to do that. I, I'll get us. I'll check out a couple more lands on the way there's. We're going to find a, a place to hunt, Dale, and we're going to smash a public land limit of migrators over 21 DSDs is what we're about to do. <laughs> Gotta have an odd number. That's I've been I told that's important. I tell you what, uh, if we do like uh, find success uh, this afternoon, it'd make a good story. It would make a really good story. Yeah. I'm after more like stories than I am piles anyway. Piles are cool though, but stories with piles are probably the best. You and vans. Yeah. Am I asking too much? No, no, you're not. It happens to people, man. It happens to people on the internet that I see. And the inner weebs. Man, when you start band hunting a lot, do you hate everybody who All right, shoots left, a band? Right. You are gonna go, uh, um, Richard. Richard for sure. Good, because that's all the way to this field. Ooh, what's, what do we have here? I recognize where we're at. That is. Oh shit. The good news is this is just the path that I take to get to the field that, this field anyway. So. Yeah, and we're not like going out of our way here. For this little adventure. Yeah, sorry, I had to text the old wife. Oh no. Forgot to tell her we were doing this. Forgot. In air quotes. How far is the next field? There's a deer's. Little. The next little field? Feller. Not far. Not too far. Where's the next standing cornfield? Yeah, no shit. <laughs> well, dude, we could go to the one I know is actually huntable right now. I don't know. I just thought maybe we could sneak into one on our, you know, get that close one. Yeah. Shit. The close one didn't exist. The next one in an awesome, amazing area wasn't cut. Shit. Could be good late season, though. That's why you got to scout these things a little bit before you plan to hunt this immediately. Is true. This you is know, true. like you got to plan a little bit. I mean,. Dude, I I am uh, I think I'm starting to like get off on this whole like never planning a damn thing <laughs> in my entire life. Like it's starting to get kind of extreme. Like when I went to Louisiana to do a teal hunt, um, a couple few weeks back, September 12th or September 11th or yeah, we landed on the 11th in Louisiana, and I sat on a bench in Baton Rouge uh, Airport, um, 
trying to find a hotel and a rental car for like two hours, three hours. I didn't care. I was just having fun. I really enjoyed the weather. Like, I'm just chilling, and me and Kratz were laughing, cracking jokes, talking to locals. Everybody's, like, talking to us about duck hunting and shit. Like, we, everybody there is a fucking outlaw. So we had two guys. <laughs> one guy said that he got, like, 27 mallard bands one season. They were shooting, like, 200, 200 ducks a day one year. Like, 98. 98 was the year. We just didn't stop shooting. I ran into that in Missouri, talking to a few people that just... Laws did not apply to them, but they are getting a lot of bans. <laughs> like, they're like, you want to go? I'm like, uh, nope, nope, I'm out. No, I do not. <laughs> hey, I was just on that lake yesterday, as a matter of fact. You were here? Yeah, I got rained on out there. It sucked. That's a really good lake I was talking about. The migration stopping mm. point. Uh, yeah, we actually, now that you mentioned that, because you didn't actually tell me what the name it was, we talked about that. While fishing that lake, we're like, this lake really loads up. It does. It does. And I've hunted a field right on the left side here. Um, we got one goose. We got a single goose that day. Yep. That was with Matt Nelson. What the hell that dude's doing? <laughs> He's a fucking parrot pilot, man. That's cool. Yeah, but pilot like airlines are down like 90% of flights. I've been toying with that idea. What's that? Getting a pilot's license. Dude, my whole family was has been flyers, like, for forever. My uncle has, like, he gets a new jet every year, but he's rich. Well. I but mean, my dad, like, had a Cessna for forever, you know, or was part of a flying club, so you you don't own the plane or whatever. Oh, okay. My grandpa owned a plane because he bought it when you could buy planes, you know, like in the 50s. The planes, I hear, aren't the, that expensive. The pilot's it's license. It's the upkeep. Oh. <laughs> it's like... You know, it's not like your car. Where you're like, ah, I think it'll make the trip. It's like, no, you pretty much need to make sure that thing is in brand new working condition every time you go up. I circled the field right here. I don't know why. But it's public, and it looks like it could be agriculture. All right. It's not a state access land. It's it's fed. We shall see. The feds just usually let the grass grow up. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Dirty feds. But for, I must have looked it up on... I mean, look, at you can see rows in it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, who knows how new the... Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been tricked by that a couple times where yeah. the, it looks like it's cropland on a public area and you get there and it's definitely not. If you zoom way in, is it like Google Earth where it tells you the date, the year it was taken? I don't know. I know that on, uh, Base Maps has way better satellite photos than Onyx Maps, and, like, several different sets of them. Mm. So usually if I find something cool on Onyx, because it's easier to find cool shit on Onyx, I'll go right to Base Maps and, like, zoom in on it. Or anything I really want to see close up, that's my kind of my go-to. And also I found a uh, another good website for getting super high-res satellite shit. Let me check it out. Let me just check it out. I know I saved it. Um... Earth Explorer. Earth Explorer dot USGS dot gov. That shit is crazy. Cray cray. You kind of need a computer to look at it, and it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's like, you gotta know how to use that damn map application. You probably gotta watch a couple YouTube videos on it, you know, on how to navigate the thing. There's so many options.
You, you, what's your go-to for satellite imagery? Pretty much Google Maps. Google Earth has been on getting... My, on um, my phone, just whatever came with it. They've been getting better. Like, they're actually to the point where I think, uh, like, the stuff you see on Google Maps and Google Earth, it's kind of like in between Onyx and Base Maps now. Like, Base Maps mm-hmm. is a little better, and uh, Onyx is a little worse. Uh, like ba- uh, Onyx only we'll gives you like three different options: satellite, yeah, topographical, to, yeah, right. Hybrid. I'll have to check out that base maps, dude. Thirty bucks, buy it. And it gives you the whole country. Whole country for thirty bucks. Nice. And it's got different layers in there than um, than uh, Onyx does. I mean, some some stuff's missing, some stuff's wrong, obviously, as we just found out again today. But right. Most boring podcast ever. ever. Jesus Christ. Well, this, this I hope you do a lot of editing on this, uh, man. I might, I might have to trim this chip one up a little bit. Choppity chop, dude. <laughs> Holy shit. Get click, clicky with it. Maybe, oh, dude, why did I circle something there? We drove past it already. Dude, we did? Yeah, that's good of me. Well, I didn't see anything that was great, Oh, so. this town, the internet doesn't work in this town either. I can't really. It doesn't help. No, no. It's never worked here. I like this town though. I'd live here. Here, the girls are easy here. They're easy everywhere. <laughs> Go to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> this guy takes care of himself. Oh, I didn't want to go this way. Shit. Yeah, you did. Oh, I did. Okay. Yeah, you're good. I'll have you turn. Uh, probably at your very next intersection. <laughs> that way is what you're thinking. That's mm-hmm. what I'm thinking. Actually, go another one down for me. Okay. You got it. You got it. Navigator. Shit, man. It's not good when I navigate. Flight of the navigator. Dude, uh, I... You don't want that. I just was telling a story about how I've just, like, been reckless with my not planning shit stuff. (laughs) My lifestyle lately. That's pretty much been my life, though, so... No, it gets worse. Dude, this story gets way deeper than sitting on a bench in Baton Rouge. This one? Yeah. Nah, your next one. Nah, one more mile. One one more mile. mile. One more mile. Like, okay, I'm looking up rental cars. They're all like 90 bucks. Man, in COVID times, I've been renting cars for like 21 max. Wow. Like, I'm getting full-size cars, 21 bucks. I mean, it's cheap. it was cheaper for a long time there to just get a rental car than to take an Uber. Dude, you rented a U-Haul. Yes, we did. Because <laughs> the next day I woke up, that $80 rental car was no longer available, and neither was any other one in the entire fucking region. <laughs> Because they had, they had a hurricane there, <laughs> like a couple weeks before we went, and um, oh shit, yeah shit, we got traffic. Um, they had a hurricane there, and everybody was coming down there for relief work, and and so we didn't have a fucking rental car, and we needed to get about two hours from where Baton Rouge was. We needed to get down to the Gulf Coast, and um, Kratz out of nowhere is like. I'm going to start calling uh, U-Hauls. And I was like, if this motherfucker finds a U-Haul and we start driving around in a fucking U-Haul. Oh, sweet. He's turning right there. Go, I'm go gonna, spread I'm some g- shit on that cornfield is what he's doing. Yeah. I am going to laugh so hard. Sure enough, man. I, it was one of the vans, which was cool. Uh, we had this whole big rape van to uh, for the trip. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this one right here, take the... Um, I mean... It was fun. It was a lot of fun. I wish we had, like, the box truck. When we showed up, man, we're two ass clowns from Minnesota. Um, 
we showed up and everybody was meeting at that uh, like the headquarters of the uh, what was it called the White Lake Conservation Area and you have to sign in and they check your hunting licenses and that sort of shit and we pull in in a U-Haul van I back into a pole first thing boom we're nice. here so I didn't like leave the vehicle for a good five minutes you know I'm just gonna sit here and <laughs> let everybody forget about that <laughs> <laughs> we both i don't think we were wearing camo like uh, we were wearing shorts t-shirts like what up we're from minnesota and they're like people don't usually come from out of state for this hunt <laughs> like i said uh, i asked that is anybody like come from arkansas maybe or texas they're like no nope no no very rarely people come from out of state they they had a blast hanging out with us though we went out to breakfast Dude, I got some of the best sausage and biscuits. I mean, when you're getting sausage and biscuits and gravy mm, next in to the like, South, that's like the in, good stuff. Dude, it was like Gardon. It was Gardon, Louisiana. Gardon. Everything's got the French like. Yeah, it was fun. It won the Cajon. Oh man! Oh, it gets worse too. But we want to bring these ducks home and cook them Cajun style. So how the hell are we gonna do that? Didn't plan it. Dude, we I, I <laughs> didn't call, plan it. Call like a hundred different places looking for dry ice. Ice supply companies didn't have dry ice, so I took twelve blue wing teal. We we did find it, right? Uh, like five miles from the airport in like a FedEx store. It was a FedEx or a UPS store or something. And um, <laughs> I put them in my gun case with some dry ice. Twelve blue wingers. Bloop. And your gun case. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> That's nuts. And then I went through the airport. They checked in my gun. Said, you know, go up through security. Went through security. I heard through the loudspeakers, Nicholas Johnson, please come to the Delta desk. Fuck. Shit. We need your keys, sir. Yeah, so some, for some reason I circled this as a potential agricultural area. And it was so wrong. This one right here? Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's, well, yeah. it's a WPA. Yeah, I know. Waterfall production Yeah, it area. had the crop lines on it, man. The crop lines. I see trees in it. They obviously haven't done anything to that in a while. Nope. Hold the fuck up. Nope. Definitely haven't done nothing like that. No, I mean... That's been growing for a while. If there was... a f if there was a traffic line over it and a neck collar in that traffic line, I'd hunt that <laughs> shit, dude. That's only like shin high. I mean, you could make something happen. <laughs> hey, the other week, for multiple days, there were geese using a standing bean field. I've seen that many right times. Right in downtown uh, Stacy. Yeah, they, they land outside of it and walk in, right? I don't. I didn't see them going. I've seen into it both it. ways. I've just seen them in there. So I've seen it both ways where they land, walk, like land adjacent and then start grazing amongst and then i've seen it where they just like floof, disappear into the beans how green were they or brown were they brown like brown 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 for sure yeah i was like what the heck look at this nice landowner sitting yeah. next to this pasture we could just ask permission on but that wouldn't be as fucking we cool man we can that you would got, not you gotta plan x yeah no no Kay. we got a couple more to look, okay. go look well, at we're yeah. still going in the right general area for uh our backup field, so are we? Are you don't do it, turkeys. Dude, That's actually, go the other we are kind of getting a little... There you go, go the How other way. How far away is your homie, man? Because, uh, actually, we are, um... Oh, shit. I think I might have fucked up. Oh, shit, I'm looking at Onyx Maps, man. They they don't pop up the fucking... 
VPA lands. Wow, that's a stop sign. Jeez, we are recording our own deaths. Death. <laughs> um, I think you're going to have to change your direction. Is there anyone behind us? Just chill and let's ha go radio silent for about four minutes here. While you do some research. <sighs> yeah. Hey, man. Man, it ain't working now. The internet's shitting out on me. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. There's not showing me shit, Boom. man. Oh, we're straight ahead to our spot. No, dude. No, no. We're right next to the spot we can hunt, dude. We're very close to it. It's, I think it's south of us here. Okay. It's right in this. You see where south, it turns apparently. white? You see where there's no more map? That's where it is. <laughs> well, dude, it's in the text that I sent you, it's, dude. It's telling me to go south, so I'm going to go south. Hold on. No, yeah, yeah. Even for this yeah, other yeah, one. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. I think it was the first one I texted you. Ping, ping. Ping, ping, pong. That's the one right there. All right. Um, This isn't going to tell me where it is. It's just going to give me a big zoomed-in map of it. You ever, like look up public lands and they've got that zoomed in map you're like well, where the fuck is that yeah. this does not help dude me. i was sending emails back and forth to this national wildlife refuge director like where are these properties he's like hey, i'm not really sure <laughs> thanks <laughs> he told me to like tons of help he ended up recommending like three different like map applications that just color them differently like you know fed land compared to state land mm, it's, sure. co it's colored in different my internet's not working, man. Yeah, I have like one one itty bitty baby dot of LTE. Which Let's go find some LTE and then pretty find much this means nothing. fucking field because we're gonna set up in it. <laughs> oh, this is the one you know is yeah. decent. Yep. Yup, it sure is, and it is right. All right, I know where it is now. If I can just get this to work. It's an adventure. This is how everybody hunts, right? Uh, no. No. It's not. <laughs> uh, I'm not stopping. Just so you know. We're definitely dying. Oh, shit. We're real close to it, homie. Good. Good. Excellente. All right. I think my internet's functioning again. Oh, well, yep. I have two bars. There you are, you dirty bitch. You We're going to run right into that thing. Just like I planned. Goddamn right. Ooh, cut bean field. All Partial. Right. All right, all right. All right, we got to, like, uh, I'm one mile. Sweet. One mile and we're there. Perf. I guarantee you people are set up in it, man. It's no fucking, way. It's public land. It's that doesn't it's, mean anything. It's public, dude. It's, we're fucked. On a Monday afternoon... Not a chance. If it weren't for all these other people ruining my hunts, man, <laughs> do you know how good hunting would be? If it wasn't for people doing podcasts about how to hunt public land, we wouldn't have this problem. Yeah, no shit. I'm, I, didn't, I haven't said nothing yet. <laughs> Trust me. I like the one, the secrets episode where you're like... I don't know if I want to do this. I know. <laughs> you, yeah. you went back and forth. Like, you like, I, no, I don't think I want to do this. And, you're and like, I just kind of tip Okay, it. yeah, let's do it. <laughs> that Secrets episode, too, was just kind of tip of the iceberg stuff. I mean, like, you can look at some of that stuff and not know what I'm looking at in there. You know what I mean? Like, it's it goes deep. I do. I just don't. I still don't think a ton of people are going to go through the, the effort that you do even to dig into that stuff. Like, you showed me what to do, all of it, and I still haven't done it myself, so. What's that on, uh... I'm just going into, like, like these lands here in Wisconsin where you find the walk-in access stuff with the landowners and 
Uh, yeah, this I is really easy. I but haven't like, taken the time to even pull up the Wisconsin. But I've, I've found some. I found some shit on like some of the birding websites. Like even like a good hunting buddy of mine asked me like, "Hey, you sh- you should show me how to use that." Like I might, <laughs> I might, <laughs> maybe. Like you don't know the information. You maybe. Fucking, oh my god, the information is. So I'm gonna talk to that researcher that did that. Uh, swan study. Mm-hmm. He was kind of apprehensive because he doesn't want to. Oh, you do, you are going to talk to him, huh? He doesn't want to talk about the app, the hunting applications, because it's. I understand that it's controversial. What hunting applications? Uh, of the study, if if how his study and how it pertains, if there's going to be a hunting season or anything like that, he doesn't want to talk about that. Doesn't want to talk about hunting in general, then. Pretty I guess. much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's fine. I'm like, yeah, I get it. It's a, you know, the swan is one of those. Uh, He's probably just some bird nerd. Well, I guarantee you he's a bird nerd, and whether he hunts or not, he, he didn't seem to have an opinion of hunting one way or the other. He just didn't want to wade into the murky waters of public input. Of But I think the whole swan thing is pretty fascinating because they took eggs out of Montana and they took eggs out of Alaska. Hmm. And so there's some uh, swans left. There's some swans that are migrating right now, like pretty far, and a lot of them obviously don't. Like they end up in Monticello. And... They're curious if the ones that are migrating are the Alaskan genetic birds because the ones that mm. they took the eggs they took out of Alaska, th- them birds migrated pretty far, obviously. And then the ones that they took out of Montana, those birds didn't migrate very far. So they're doing some DNA and genetic testing on them, and they're just trying to learn more about it. When he said thirty thousand fucking swans, my jaw hit the floor. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I knew there was a lot. It wasn't so much the number that that blew me away. I mean, it is a big number, but it was what their original goal was of thirty breeding pairs, <laughs> and how ridiculous. Yes. How, yes. Uh, like how much we surpassed that. Five hundred like, birds is the goal. Like, okay, dude. By the way, all this standing corn we can hunt. Great. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all, if it was flooded, I'd be excited. You know, yeah. maybe some mallards using that. All of it. Like everything you look, you see around us, we can hunt. Nice. Yeah. Was this, th- this wasn't the spot you were No, it is. About? It oh, is. It, oh, it's, it's humongous. It's humongous. Well, you're really good at finding standing corn. I know I am. If I ever, if I ever f- get in the need of, hey, do you know where any standing corn is? Dude, this is a good area you're though, too. Guy. This is another, like, good area. Can hunt feet. Well, hey, else? here's the thing. Come... November, when that's cut, might be actually be pretty good. Okay, so you're coming up to a T right here. Oh, yes, said too much. <laughs> no, this is where I, this end of it. I guess we could hunt. Holy shit, that looks like sh- trash. Where all these trees are? Um, no, it's just on the north side of them. Because it's a pasture. No, let's be uh, let's be completely you gave away silent. The road noise. Somebody's listening. I recognize I know those right bumps. Yeah, I know right where. Oh, I know those rumble strips. That pasture right there that you're looking at. We can hunt well. that. That's not terrible. Well, it is though, isn't it? It's fucking right on top of a fucking hill. I mean. I mean, this the and north wind. We can only hunt it up to where it hits the corn. There. They're gonna land. Into that hill. On that hillside. I mean, we can hunt this. You're positive. 100% we can hunt this. 
I mean, this would be a pretty fucking I mean, dumb. We could even set up down there by the water. Yes, we can. Just barely, though. I don't think we could, we can't go in the water. Well, water's public. I did not bring waders. I didn't either. I have rubber boots. Okay, let me see if there's but any I'm other closer option. Sure Maybe leak. we should wrap this one up and do a little research here and see if we're gonna bomb out to your buddy's field or if. Dude, dude, if we shoot a goose out of that goddamn pasture tonight, <laughs> that would be some crazy, crazy, crazy shit. Yeah, it doesn't have the greatest visibility front. Well, if we set up in the low spot, it kind of does, though, from I mean, birds coming in from the north. If, if all we need is some vulnerable ones, you know, like, I mean, and, and we're talking super vulnerable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> real dumb, real tired, real hungry, real lonely. Yeah, we can hunt all the standing corn, too. Good news is there's a bar right here, so we can Holy drown in our shit. sorrows. There is a bar. <laughs> Should we get it? <laughs> We've a given away too much. Here's a, here's my question I've always had about um, drinking and hunting. The law states that it is it is a gross misdemeanor to hunt while intoxicated. What does that mean? Does that mean .02? Would, or does would, that mean .08? Uh, that must be .08. It has to be, right? Yeah, it's got to be what they consider driving drunk. Yeah, because that would be... operating a machine while That would drunk. be intoxicated. Do we want to sit here for a minute while you research, or should we... Dude, let's set up in that damn pasture. You want to? I'll do it. I don't give a shit. Dude, we're so stupid, it's dude. It's as good as anything. No, it's way worse. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, then why are we doing it? I don't. Dude, would, for the story, bro. <laughs> the weather hasn't turned out. The uh, the fields haven't or turned some out. Some more clouds are rolling in. I've been looking at the sky while driving, though. I have yet to see anything flying. Me neither. Yeah, we haven't seen a goose on this whole trip yet. So. No. Should I check in with uh, homeboy here? Yeah, see if he's seen something. We saw some cranes. Then let's um figure out what the fuck is going on with our lives. There is any goose sightings. There's a there's some other land around us. And dude, every single We're farmer every close to uh to what his field. That yeah, how close is he? Probably pretty close. There's some more public agriculture here's right down here. Are. Here's where he's at. It's twenty minutes, dude. No, well yeah, just twenty minutes. Yeah. There's a couple more public accesses. He hasn't seen just any geese. He hasn't? Uh-uh. It doesn't, dude, it's bright. just means they're not moving yet. It's still pretty early for an afternoon feed. I mean, it is, but isn't. <clears throat> what are we doing? What are we doing? Should we just wrap this one up? It's already over an hour. We never go over an hour on these. We're over an hour? Yeah. Let's, uh, we'll wrap this one up, well, and after then there'll you, be a part two on the way home. After you edit, it's probably going to be about 21 minutes. <laughs> yeah, all the dead air from driving. Yeah. Absolutely. It's going right. to take you for forever. Stay tuned for part two of the successful hunt, where we get nothing but bands and collars and geotrackers and tarsals. It's going to be sweet. Um. Yes? Let's just chill here for a minute, though, and, and we'll research, because I think we got a couple spots I could go bring us to here closer. Oh. You sh I hope this isn't in the episode at, at the end. <laughs> well, I was trying to wrap it up, and then you kept talking. Well, I do. Th I'm always talking. <laughs> All right. This one's done. No, it's not. Yes, it is. This has been the Full Scale Outdoors Podcast Waterfall Wednesday with Nick J. Thanks, everybody, for joining. Hey, if you got some uh, waterfall lovers out there that you know and they're not aware of the Waterfall Wednesday or Full Scale Outdoors Podcast, let them know. Share it with your buddies. Keep it going around. 
Uh, don't forget, if you have a beard, if you're thinking about growing a beard, take care of that some bitch. Go to thebeardstruggle.com, put in code FULLSCALE15 at checkout, save yourself 15%. Thank you again for listening, whatever your passion, especially if it's waterfall, pursue it full scale.